Okay. Um, while you figure it out, let's have um, Gillian, our other pro, in introductions. Hi, everybody. My name is Gillian, and I'm uh, here from New York City, Brooklyn. And what do I hope to get out of this today? Knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Are you in Brooklyn or uh, Manhattan right now? Is that your office? I'm currently in Brooklyn. Ah, fantastic. Beautiful. Yes. Great, great. And the amazing DJ. Yes, uh, I'm unmuted. Okay. Uh, my name is Dwayne. I live in Sacramento, California, and it's raining. Lots of snow in the mountains. I love snow skiing, my favorite sport, and I can't wait to get up there and enjoy some nice fresh powder. Very good, Sobia. Yeah. We want to see some photos, okay? You got to do some videos from that part. Sure, yeah, you bet. Good marketing. Great. And um, let's see. Um, and Matt, welcome. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. You can hear me? Yes. Okay, good. I have the headset, and I know it's been a problem in the past. Uh, Matt Shelley, I'm the CEO of Camp Venture, which is a large disability services provider in the Northeast, um, outside of New York City, and um, part-time investor, and uh, Dave Ote of Elena's work and his mastermind group. Good to be here. Thank you. Fantastic and welcome. And Jody from Las Vegas. Hi, everybody. I'm Jody Schoffer from Las Vegas. I work with Don Laner in the marketing department with his company with his real estate company and the event company and I am also in the process of starting my own business so I'm excited to learn how I can work and take a week off every month and not have to worry about my bills yeah. not having enough money for bills so that's what I'm here for and I'm excited but we are too and welcome and Veronica from London introduce your 15 seconds <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's Veronica from London, and I just joined it. Um, I, I, I'm very interested in, in the talk to, tonight because uh, it's always very nice to manage your time, and especially nice if you can um, get a week off a month. That would be wonderful. So I look forward to learning the system and how to manage time better. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And welcome, Veronica. So, um, Sh Cheryl, have you managed your, um, your mic? If not, please introduce yourself in the chat box. We, we, and we see sort of your mouth moving, uh, lower the webcam, but no sound. No, no sound. We hear some... Do you want to try unplugging your, um, your headset? Uh, still nothing. Okay, no problem. Uh, just introduce yourself in the chat box and, um, and you can use that in the meantime, okay? All right. So, and I want to introduce our co-host of the most for today. Welcome, Mike. From Down Under is an amazing man 
who, who is a master at creating systems for himself and his beloved life. And um, let's see, so he, he, he works with uh, major corporations in Australia and in Asia, and is now expanding in Africa, Europe, and um, Americas. So I'm so excited, it's early in the morning, so he deserves a very special applause to be here with us right awake. And um, thank you so much for dedicating your time, knowledge and expertise with us today, Gary, and welcome. Thank you very much, Elena. It's and a nice pleasure. background you got there. Uh, yeah, I'm not sitting in front of the Bay Bridge, but it's one of my favorite places, but it's also a useful background for presentations in Zoom. That's right. And Steve Meyer, welcome. He's from that, that area. Exactly. That's where we met last. So there you go. See? Uh, <laughs> fantastic. So we're all excited about the topic. So we will be taking questions as we go, but there is a lot yeah. of con great content to deliver. So let's get started and um, I'll, uh, I'll help you throughout to facilitate any, any questions and comments. Go for sure. it. Gary. We're all ears and hearts. Thank you, Elena. Um, first of all, for today, we'll talk a little bit about what I do and what we do at Yarramdoc. Um, then a bit of context about systems, how you can get yourself started, and then making systems work for you. A little bit of uh, an idea of some of the tools of the trade, and then we'll get to the core piece of what we want to do and show how we can take off a week a month. And then there's opportunity to discuss things further at a later date following that. That's right. Big surprise just for you. So stay tuned. It's coming at the end. Yeah. Okay. So what we do at Yarram Doc, the uh, main things, um, are, apart from systems, we do software evaluation. So helping people make an educated decision when they're looking for software. Many people will buy on somebody else's recommendation without doing any research about what it is that they really need. So we take them through a process that allows them to identify what are the attributes and find the right software for them. We can also help them with implementation. That's what my background is from software implementations over many years. Um, and on a global scale, traveling around um, implementing solutions for large corporations. And then communication and collaboration solutions, and that's how processes about get, making sure that you can get the best out of your own people and that they're, they're understanding what their requirements are so that that communication can be improved between everyone within the organization. And so that, that's a bit about what we do. So if we could move on to what is a system? A system is a process where you've got a series of things where we understand what the starting point is and we know what the desired outcome is. So think of it as uh, even with the sales process, um, we, we know what the starting point is when someone makes an inquiry um, and we know what the desired outcome is when we sell at the desire, at the right price so the system allows us to navigate efficiently from start to finish and by the way don't worry about taking notes necessarily unless you want to you will have this powerpoint presentation uh, just just focus on the knowledge and questions you may have so we can uh, maximize this session uh, and so 
what we want to be able to do is we want to be able to repeat the steps. We want anyone to be able to do them, but the system itself identifies what needs to be done, when it needs to be done, and how it needs to be done, and by who. And all good systems need to be structured, repeatable. It's not a system if you can't repeat it. Scalable, as you grow, you want to understand and allow that system to build, and you want them to be sustainable so that they will work through whatever comes up within your business um, so that uh, you can generate long-standing business, you can develop and grow, and the systems will support the business along the way. That's right. And we will give you some practical examples next. We just want to make sure that everybody understood the definition of system with um, Gary's um, charming down-under accent. Yes? Okay. okay, so if we could go on to the next page. So I use a systems development framework that helps me put the processes in place. So we get started, we, get, uh, we do some planning, we build the foundation for what we're going to provide so that then we've got a core place, uh, we've got a repository, we've got a, a website or a, a Google site that allows us to store um, all of our systems so that's accessible for everyone. Then we sit down and do the definition. We do a review and it's important to do the review because we want to make sure that everything is working and then we publish or implement the, the systems. So to start off, the best thing to do is have a think about all the things that you do that take up your time during any given week. And we want to jump that information from our head. Um, so there's, there's a couple of aspects about delivering um, the systems and gathering the information is that if you sit down and just dump it and dump it out of your head and just document it, list it, put it on a spreadsheet in a Word document, a mind map, just get it out of your head and then walk away. Because one of the challenges is if we're trying to categorize and prioritize and organize as we're dumping it, we miss things. So get everything out of your head that you do, walk away, and then if you could just go back, please, Elena. Just... Can we go back to the previous screen? So, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. So, yeah, so by doing the first step and brainstorming and getting it out of the head and then walk away. If you walk away, that allows you to get clarity and then you can do your organise. Trying to organise and, and dump at the same time, we end up missing things. And when, what the outcome of all of this is a systems register that allows us to continue working forward. If you could, next page now, thank you. Yeah, so by using, by integrating what your calendar looks like and putting time aside to do your systems will allow you to get some regular clarity on getting the job done. So you're not going to do it all at once. It's going to take time. So regular activities and specifically work on your systems will help you get into the, um, the rhythm of working on some of your systems all of the time at a specific time that suits you in your calendar. And if you put it in your calendar, your calendar can help drive 
these, these improvements that you're trying to make. <clears throat> so you just work through your register using your priorities and then that gets you to where you need to get to as far as developing the systems. Uh, next page, please. Yeah, so we want to map out the process from start to finish and in all directions. So an example of this might be your sales process where you get your lead, you contact your customer, you get prepare a proposal or whatever it is that you're trying to deliver and then you have your communication. So you navigate through this from start to finish and in all directions because there's the biggest issues with systems, there's two things that always get you caught. One is a hole. If there's a hole in the system, it falls through the cracks and uh, things don't get done. Or if there's a roadblock, and a roadblock is potentially the business owner himself because he's too busy doing other things. So by identifying what the roadblocks are, and making sure that you overcome those and uh, filling up the holes and making sure that every conceivable activity is integrated into your system, then that makes your system work and that's what makes it allow you to have, um, get, get getting other people to do what you do at your standard. By once the system's created, perform a walkthrough. We need to make sure that we overcome the issues. We need to make sure that we've, uh, filled in the holes and we've uh, overcome the blockages. Once you've walked through the system and you've identified that, yes, this is what we want, this is how we're gonna work, and then you publish it. Once you publish it, it be, you need to lock it in stone. So this is how we do this activity every single time. What, one of the elements of of uh, doing that is that you, you define the standards and one of, the common things that uh, we hear when we're trying to put systems in place are oh, nobody can do it as good as I. I'm sure you've all heard that somewhere along the line. Um, so, but when, when that does occur is that there's two things. One is the system possibly hasn't been explained or shown to someone or it's not documented. And the other person doesn't know what the expectations are. So we create a system that has all of the steps in place. It identifies where we have uh, assisting elements like reports or checklists. And for those of you that do work with, with checklists, checklists are the simplest form of a system. The checklist tells you what, what to do next. It doesn't actually tell you how to do it. So by creating a map of what the system is, by adding supporting documentation, whether that be video, uh, screenshots, or just general documentation, you can provide all the information that is required to have someone on your team do the work that you do and to the standard that you set. So that's an example of preparing a proposal that goes from start to finish it, it has questions, Whenever you have a, a decision that needs to be made, made, you need to make it only a two question answer. So they've only got two choices, yes or no. If this is correct, we do this. If this is not correct, we do the other action. If you've got more than three 
answers, then you need to break down the decisions so that they are, are rolling decisions that have only two answers. Great. And then the, the real key to building systems is you make it usable so that a 16-year-old can follow it and then it doesn't matter who's doing the job. Fantastic. So this is a tool that anybody can use right away. Like, for instance, I can tell you we have, um, we have two people in real estate at least. Then we have some corporate people uh, like Mike and, um, and Matt who may need to make decisions at that level. And then we have entrepreneurs. So, so this, is, um, this is good for all of them, right? For all of these vehicles. Yeah, um, a, a system is is getting is a process that is structured, repeatable, and allows we know what needs to be done, how it needs to be done, when it needs to be done, and who needs to do it. So by having those four things built into your system with all the supporting documentation or video, and video is a great tool these days run a video, have your team create a video on what needs to be done here. One of the things that I don't try and do is technical training, that type of thing, um, because you have specifics about um, everyone goes and gets an education to do a certain role, whether you're a surveyor or whether you're a concreter. You, you, you understand what those um, technical aspects of the job are, what we're doing here is putting systems in place that support all of that technical things. And some of the tools of the trade, um, mind mapping tools, the one on the left is XMind, is my favourite. Um, there's Mindly, there's FreeMind, there's a number of those tools, but mind mapping tools are great for putting ideas together when you're not sure how they're all going to fit. And by that starting dumping things uh, in, from your head into a mind map, and then you can go and organise at a later date. Lucidchart is a flow charting tool that uh, is what we was the previous picture was created with. I use Google Sites at this stage as a repository for putting all of systems in place. And the work, good thing about Google Sites is, A, it's free, B, it allows you to um, organize things just like a website so it's familiar for people to use Google Forms allow you to um, create forms that don't take a lot of time and you can then support your systems with your form zoom as we're using here is a great tool for recording what you're doing and uh, the good old phone allowing you to capture what it is you're trying to present to your team so, for instance, Google, Google Forms is also good to do surveys, right, Gary? Yes, yes so, that's correct. Uh, that's really good. I know some of you had um, holiday campaign, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Giving Tuesday campaigns. I was one of them too. So, try and if it didn't go as well as you wanted or maybe you were confused, maybe you got too many clients, that's a nice problem to have. Um, it's nice to send out a nice two, three questions or so through Google Forms 
to your existing clients or your list to see what they like, what they don't, they didn't like, what they would like for the next campaign, and so on. Um, you'll get one from me. So, so please use them because you need feedback definitely from your clientele to know uh, what to improve. So one is asking, uh, which is your favorite free mind mapping program, uh, Gary? Um, XMind is my favorite at the moment. I've tried to use FreeMind. Um, there were some things about it that I didn't like. Um, and there's another one at the moment, Mindly, which is uh, iPad-based. Um, I haven't looked into it beyond the iPad, but uh, it's a very good, it presents things well. Um, XMind allows you to chart in many different ways, um, but Mindly has its own format and it's a, a um, it's very presentable and easy to use. Fantastic. Yeah, it's that icon read over... Um, over well, that, that's XMind. Um, yeah, that's, that's the one I use um, often. And welcome Varada. Dr. Varada is a physician and um, she's, uh, she's helping a lot of people now, now that she's retired and is uh, publishing a lot of uh, books to, 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 to help single mothers with... Um, uh, she can tell you more about it later. So, so basically, yeah, these, these are all great, great forms for all of you as well. Great tools. Okay, let's move on. Um, any question? Any other questions so far? We're, we're about to give you some practical examples, and thank you for um, being patient through the brainy part. But we're about to apply everything. Good job. So You're doing great. Making systems work for you, that, that's the key to um, uh, moving forward with systems. So we, want, we don't want to work longer, but we want to be able to have other people do the work that we do, and we want them to do it at our standard. And, that, and that's the important part. Um, you cannot increase the time that you have, but you can create systems that will improve what you do and will allow others to do what you do, uh, but both will free up your time. So now we get to the nuts and bolts of uh, what it is that some of you came along to hear. So there is two ways that we can do this. We can work extra hours in the other weeks to generate time to have a week off, but that's not the ideal scenario, but we can create systems that will save you time by having someone else do your work to your standards. So, a bit of, so we to, to get started, we would work through our systems register. Then we would want to document the number of hours per week we spent on each of the activities that are taking up our time. Then Sorry, creating wait one second, um, Gary. Uh, do we all know what system register is? Can you define it one more time? It's basically a list of all of the things. Yeah, maybe I didn't wasn't clear enough earlier. But I yeah, think we, we call it something different here on the West Coast. <laughs> sure. Okay. We let's assume we've we've gone through and we've identified all of the things that we do within our business. We've documented them in a spreadsheet, for instance, and we've then organised them and categorised them. So from a general business perspective, we might have a series of systems within sales, marketing, operations, 
finance, so manual, HR. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's really just a list of all the things that we need to systemize. So we've identified that right at the start. We've organized it, but we've, and we've categorized it into the business areas that we're working on. And we can focus on any one of those as entrepreneurs, et cetera. We probably wear too many hats than we should. And uh, this is a way of helping break down what those activities are and maybe who should be doing them. Absolutely. So by, by looking at all of our... Uh, could you go back just a moment, please? We go back by looking at the number of hours per week we spent on each of the activities. So then once we create the systems for those, we can accumulate the, the save time in your register. So you've got your activities identified in our systems register. We know that this is going to take an hour a day or this takes two hours or whatever it is that we spend our activities on. And then we build the system and we accumulate the time. So we, then we keep track of uh, what we've been um, working on and once and we repeat the process for each of the systems until we've saved enough time to have a week off. So next page. So an example using next year's calendar, which is the next page. Now, this is the full year broken up. Weekends are in yellow. Whites are working days and blues are public holidays. And because this is Australia, we have a number of public holidays. We have a public holiday for the Queen's birthday as part of the British Empire, however, or the British Commonwealth, but uh, funnily enough, it's nowhere near her birthday. We also have a public holiday for the day before what we refer to as our grand final, but that's the equivalent of your Super Bowl. And then we even have one for a horse race. So it's one of the benefits of, or, or difficulties living down here. So, so that's the, the full year broken up looking forward. So if we go to the next screen, so if, for instance, if we wanted to have the third week of every month off, I've highlighted that in green. So what that equates to is that's about 60 days, or that is 60 days away from what we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, how we can work with that we just need to add the number of days that you need to work longer or have systems that save your time. Now, remembering the aim is that we don't necessarily want to be working longer. So over on the right-hand side, we've got a general 40 hours a week. Obviously, we're entrepreneurs. We work more than that sometimes, but I'll talk a little bit about that later. So the final column is the extra hours per day that we need to be able to generate systems for. So we get down to the bottom of that, and the average is about 2.3 hours a day will enable us. So if we create systems for 2.3 hours a day and add that to what we do on a weekly basis, then we can start by, by by creating those systems and that will free up enough time that will generate a week off a month. 
Now, if you look at it in the simplest form, if you work 2.3 hours a day extra, that gives you the same thing. And 2.3 hours is an hour earlier in the day, an hour earlier in the evening, and maybe a shortening of lunch. But once again, the aspect is creating the systems that reflect that time, not necessarily working longer. <clears throat> um, so as I've just highlighted, 40 hours a week, but if you're working more than 50 hours a week, you really do need systems to support what you do because we run out of time and we want to have time out rather than generating extra time. But if you create systems that save you 2.3 hours a day, you do earn yourself a week off every month. So Let, let's look at like, some questions. Yeah. Um, Happy to answer any questions that someone might have. And I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate on um, some examples shortly. Sure. And please, um, let's be specific, everybody. Everything is confidential, as you know, it's just among us. Um, and we're all business owners and entrepreneurs and we have <clears throat> everybody's interest at heart. So what, what helps one person can help the other the other one as well. So if you can give uh, specifics about your situation that will help you create more time, uh, please, please do. Um, and any other question in, in relation to that. So go ahead and click on participant. Click on the uh, right hand button or unmute yourself. Yeah. Matt? Uh, so Gary, my question is um, when you have other people involved in your processes. Yes. You can't necessarily control them even when you oversee them. So how do you account for people not following your system or throwing a monkey wrench into your system? Yeah. How do you deal with that? How do you account for it? Um, basically, if it's part of that communication process. So we have systems. Yes, um, individuals cause all sorts of challenges with different personalities. But what we're trying to overcome is is individualizing what we do. So we want a system that caters for what needs to be done. So we, we communicate with our co-workers uh, and identify expectations. So we introduce them to, okay, this is, this is our system and this is how we do it. Go and, go and read it, come back and tell me that you understand it. And then, then the next aspect is getting agreement to actually operate the way that we want to operate. So, and that can be, is part of that communication where if uh, Matt, you come to me and, or, or we're having, we're having this meeting and, and one of the aspects is potentially to have regular meetings. So if you have regular meetings, um, we know we've got the systems and one of the rules that you need to, um, I guess, communicate with your people is that, okay, we, we have systems. This is how we do things here. If there's needs to be improvement, come and talk to me and we'll have a look at it and agree to whether we need to improve it. Um, but this is how we do it. And then you get agreement from 
from your coworker and hopefully that stops the monkey wrench. Did that answer your question or? And Gary, he can use this, this flow chart, right? With the sign. Yeah, look, yeah. yeah at the, the flow chart uh, is based around any, any system that you might want to generate. But yeah, we always have personalities that uh, may want to do things different. Um, Gary, so, Gary, that, that answers my question. I think if I can summarize, your point is that the clearer that we are about our system, the clearer that we are with people involved in our system, the more we basically enroll people into our system. We, we, we train them to their role in our system so that we reduce correct. variation and reduce variance for things that could mess up the process. Yeah, and by if you've got if you find that you've got parts of your process that are causing challenges with your team, then it might be that there's too much complexity. So make it simple. If a 16 year old can do it, then you're three quarters of the way there. So Matt, it sounds like you have to go back to, to what uh, Gary calls the system register, you know, taking yeah. inventory of all the tasks. I call it protocol or manual. Mm -hmm. But yeah, maybe it would be good to have a meeting, especially now that it's towards the end of the year, taking mm -hmm. inventory of that particular and each position. One of the techniques that uh, I've seen or I've been taught in the past is that, okay, we have if we have regular meetings, then we can set expectations. So Matt, you and I are having our regular meeting. And um, so I ask you, well, here's the system. Um, do you understand it? Can you follow it? Uh, you answer yes, and then I'll ask, okay, were well, you going to be able to deliver on that this next week? And your response is probably yes. And then, and then the next question is where it really helps is what, what do you see that is going to stop you from doing that? And then you get them to answer. And then the follow-up question is, how may I help you to overcome that? Hopefully their, um, their ego might get in a way and they, and they say they don't need help. If they do need help, well, then you just go and clarify what that is. And, and then, you've, then you've given them the, you've asked whether they need assistance, they've said yes, you give them assistance, and then you go away and, and your final question is, well, is that going to enable you to get what you need to do this week? Once they agree to that, then when you have your next meeting the following week and they've either followed the process, then that's great. If they haven't, why? what's, what's stopped you from doing it? How can I help you? And then they respond and you're building that communication process where you're, you're offering them assistance, but they are also agreeing to what they're going to do for the following week. Or, and if you have regular meetings, then that alleviates that um, issue of putting a system in place and then never talking to anyone about it. Great. Well, thank you. Thank you, Gary.
Thank you. And thank you all. Please all chime in. This is a mastermind, okay? In <laughs> camouflage, there's a uh, presentation. So we want to hear from everybody. And one has a great question. So I'll let you uh, say it out loud to, um, to everybody. Go for it, one. Hi, Elena. Hey, Gary. Uh, uh, hi, everyone. Um, Mike, uh, this is, I, I actually just put on the chat that this information is, is uh, absolutely practical and amazing and important and, and probably one of the best sessions that we've had so far. But Gary, my question is that personally I've found, um, I, I love systems, but I've, uh, you know, over time I've found that I have to end up either hiring a skilled person that already knows their you know, their job, right? And so yes. it's easy to say, it, it's easy to tell them, uh, you know, here's what I need to do, go get it done or figure it out, right? And that person usually is going to cost more or I have to hire somebody who, ha who is 100% inexperienced, but who is trainable. They, they usually are willing to work for much less. Um, the catch is that I have to have a perfect system and checklist in place. So I'm curious to know what your thoughts are and, uh, and, and, and what, if there's a middle ground. Um, I, I think there's a combination of things. Um, the real technical sort of training is not what we want to be able to do here, but what we, you have the technical skill set, but you also have processes about the way that the business operates. And if someone's got, wonderful technical skills and they're the best at what they can be from that technical side of things. They've still got to be able to comply and understand what, what it is your business is about. So they need to be prepared to work the way that you want them to work. So if you want that high level of skill set, they've still got to buy into what the philosophies of your business are so that you can integrate them and you're all working towards towards the same goal if you've got the same values etc from the other side of it by having systems in place you can bring non-skilled people into your organization you can mold them you can educate them and you can bring them up to speed and it's a lot easier when you've got systems so I think it, the system support the technical skills that you need within your business to carry out your specific activities, but it also allows everyone to work with a common goal. Otherwise, when people are pulling, pulling away from what you're trying to do, then that's going to only cause uh, challenges for everyone. So there's a combination of, yes, we want the skilled people to do the skilled roles, but we also need them to work the way that we want to want them to work within within our business. And that then all becomes part of that recruitment process and finding the right people, which we always want to find the right people. But systems allow you to bring in non-skilled people and mold them and educate them to the way that you want so that you can grow accordingly so one um if i may say sounds like in order of uh, and thank you so much yeah. gary i'm just i'm just summarizing what i think gary said in order of importance for you uh of chronological importance and priority first hire a person 
like Gary, who does a system for you, creates a system, and then once you have that, then, then you can hire other people who just will follow that system. Um, or, or hire one person who can hire others. <laughs> but, but first, you got to have that perfect system in place. I know from knowing you for 15 years plus, you, um, you have somewhat of a system, and definitely it can be perfected, like for all of us, yes? Yes. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Elena. Perfect. Great questions, everybody. Does anybody have any comment about what was just said or a specific question about your own business, career, work, situation, project, if you're semi-retired um, or, uh, or uh, format or one? Feel free to raise your hand or unmute yourself. Um, so again, I think just, uh, just to give you, to give you, some people didn't get a chance to introduce themselves because they came on a bit later, but, uh, Veronica is in the trading business, sort of like import export. And, um, she, um, she trades commodities basically such as, um, technology or land, uh, minerals, uh, Dr. Varada is a retired physician, but she's uh, now she's able to provide info products, info service, educational services to um, to people, books, coaching, etc. Uh, Steve, you have to remind me where you are. We haven't talked in a while, uh, but I think uh, you were a part-time investor, especially real estate. And uh, Dwayne, yeah, is the CEO of his own uh, marketing firm. So I'm going to unmute you since you have a question. Go for it, DJ. In figuring out all the tasks that you do, how much time or how many days do you typically suggest or, or think it would really require to figure out, okay, I, you initially get it down on paper and then you go, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about that. I mean, is it a full month before you really understand all of the tasks that you do within your job? I mean, it. I think it depends on how you commit yourself to doing the process. Um, potentially, if if you've got if you've got things calendarized on all your activities, then mm -hmm. that would help. But I, I think if you sat down for a few hours, maybe a couple of times, you would probably be able to knock that out without any distractions. Um, Okay. There was um, I, 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 um, David Allen who wrote uh, Getting Things Done. I'm not sure whether anybody's read that book. Um, but he he's got a he's got a system for getting things done and getting rid of clutter and all the rest of it. And one of the things that he does is actually gets you to sit down, lock yourself away, uh, no interruptions for a few hours and literally just take things out of your head however you want to do it and no editing just dump it and uh, go through that exercise a couple of times and you should have have the most but the beauty of it is once that you've got it all down if you do think of something later on then you can add it to the list um, if you then if you've then categorized it and put it into the different components of your business and you've prioritized it, then 
as things come in, as you think of them, you can add them to the register. The register can keep growing until until you you think you've got everything done. Okay, great, thank, thank you. And Gary, what do you think about shadowing? Just somebody can be an intern as well, or somebody you pay who just stays silent, watches you like an knock for like an entire day, and and writes down all the tasks and protocol, sort of takes inventory. So we sort of do that in the money management um, workshops too. Yeah, I, I think I think that that will help. One one of the things is. And, and that helps people understand what it is that you do that's not always easily easily documented. But yes, that would be one option. But what you want to, they, by, I think that's still not all of the process because you, on any given time, you might not cover everything that you need to do. So you still need to actually sit down and build and construct that list of activities that need to be performed. But the other side of it is if you've got systems in place and you know how you want someone to operate when you employ them or bring them on board, uh, whether it's an intern or a uh, different uh, type of uh, labor that you're bringing into the business, if you've got your systems in place, you can say, look, Here's, here's some of our systems, go and read that and then come back and tell me how you think and tell, or repeat the process for me so that I know that you understand it. And I, I know some people that are even doing that process in their interview process. They'll get half a dozen people in, give them the systems material, get them to review it and then explain it back to them at the end of it. And that helps them with their recruiting process. Perfect. Very good. Thank you. The DJ, does that answer your question? Excellent. And Dr. Varada has um, a question as well, which I think ties in. All great questions. Good job, everybody. And thank you so much, Gary, for your expertise. Dr. Varada, you are unmuted. unmuted. No, I just had a comment that uh, in one of the hospitals, we had to fill out a form with the 15 minute units and tell them what activity we did every day for eight hours a day. And that I learned as soon as I came to US and I still use it whenever I find that I'm not able to complete what I'm doing to track where my time goes. And it's a tracking system, but I guess to create the system, uh, I can do that too. So that's just a comment. Yeah, and that that's a really good way of keeping track of what you do because you've already got it, got it there. And then if you need to identify which systems you want, you can look at the a the things that uh, give you most challenge. Um, yeah. B the things you don't like doing. Um, and they are some of the common ones that we want to want to enable. Also tells you which ones pay you most. <laughs> yes, and uh, they're the ones that we should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Whether we like whether we like them or not. That's true. Fabulous. Very good. Thank Gary, you. I, I have a question. Um, 
something that we all deal with, and we actually talked about this on another webinar, is um, email and overload and communications overload. So you could take the system methodology and apply it to something like how often you check email, text, cell phone, which ones you immediately put into, into junk versus save for further review, when you get back to people. I mean, that, that's all ripe for a system, I would assume. Yeah, and um, that's... Uh that particular process that you're talking about is exactly what David Allen um, wrote in his book called Getting Things Done, is that uh, it allows you to look at something once, identify whether, A, it's junk and you don't ever have to touch it again, whether it can be done in two or five minutes and I can do it now, or whether it's something that needs more time and effort, so I put it in a different queue. And then you go back to those queues and work through what you've already identified that is going to take time, rather than going through your emails and having another look and then having another look, mm -hmm. etc. And it sounds, Gary, like part of your process or system could be, then when do you go back to your queues? I only check my queues at... 11 a.m. Right. and 2 a.m. and I work for 30 minutes. I mean, you can really define it in whatever way works for your energy level and your focus yeah, exactly. and your productivity. Yeah. Exactly. And once yeah. you've got those in place and and you can then put that and use your calendar to support it. And Google Calendar is a great way of um, identifying the work that you need to do and you can break it down in small blocks. Um, 15 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour, depending what it is. But it, you've you've got it there. You follow your calendar and you work through what needs to be worked through. Great, thank you. Thank you. Okay, we'll take one more question and then we have a surprise for you. Uh, just in case somebody needs to go, we'll keep it within the hour. And then if you need to stay longer, uh, we'll, we'll stay longer. So uh, one, go for it. Unmute yourself. Hi. Um, no, I was just checking on your Google Docs the survey that you sent. Um, I, again, I think this, this is probably one of the best sessions that we've had so far. I, I'm getting so much value out of it. And I think everyone Along can, with yours. <laughs> I think everyone can relate to this. But I don't know. <laughs> right. We don't but, have a system for that yet, huh? Yes. You, you know, it's, it's funny. I'm like, I, I love systems, but I... I coming up with the systems sometimes take, take so much work. I mean, you literally just have to stop and just think through it. And sometimes there's just, I find that there's very little time for that. Um, but something that I, that I, I guess that I'd like to share that, that I realized recently is, you know, sometimes there, there's just so many, so many things to do. Um, but recently I was meeting, you know, I was uh, at a get together and I met um, an accountant, right? And so, I'm not a huge fan of accounting, right? And I, don't, I think most people are, you know, bookkeeping and, and keeping the books is just kind of a, a drag, right, for most people. Um, and so in, in talking to them, uh, you know, this lady tells me that she's an accountant. I go, and jokingly, I go, oh, so you, you know, you, you like finding that lost penny. And she goes, oh, my God, I love it. And she was so passionate <laughs> about finding that one last penny and it could, like, that's what she, she gets a kick out of it. And so it was like a reminder to me that, okay, there's people out there 
who love doing something that maybe I don't like, and it's so much easier for me to pass these tasks on to them instead of me continuing having to worry about them and and, and procrastinating on them, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Also, recently, I came across somebody uh, again that I met, and I made a good impression on them. And this lady loves phone sales. She loves talking to people on the phone. And that's what she's been doing for years. And she goes, Juan, I could totally sell your services. And, and she was willing to work for straight commission, which, you know, it's, it's not always easy um, to find somebody that's willing to work for straight commission. But the, I guess my point is, is that there are people out there who love, you know, who love doing some of these things that maybe we originally thought, or I, I originally thought might be hard to find, but, but not necessary. So that's it. Yeah. And that's a great story. And I just wanted to say one, one more story that I think will exemplify what we have said. Um, last night I was having this, this discussion with the veterinarian of my, pet who's not doing so well she's actually here next to me by the fire and uh, <clears throat> so the veterinarian with a medical mind told me how she does prepare a thanksgiving dinner or meal or like a holiday meal i mean she's got it down to the t varada you can probably relate to that just like a medical procedure you know uh when she needs to chop something by when uh, when she needs to put something in the oven by where at what temperature when she needs to take it out to put in the next the next um um, um what are they called <laughs> um you know the different the different dishes right so in italian we call them um i can't remember of the words the word right now but anyway it's a system i i, I think people need something like that because uh, i mean I, I would burn the house down with my horrible cooking skills uh, um, so so but it's a little bit like that when you have a lot to do and you have the pressure of hosting a meeting or hosting a dinner party and all these systems have to have to be coexist together at the right time with the right length so that you don't have a disaster. Uh, I mean, she's got it down to the T, but she had to do exactly what Gary says. She had to write down, have a checklist, what needs to go in at what time, put the timer, what needs to come out at what time. And in the meantime, what can I give my guests so they don't get too hungry and so on and so on. I mean, I told her she should sell that because I need it too. I, 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 I wouldn't know where to start. Um, so I usually end, end up, you know, doing one dish and getting the cater, cater the rest or telling guests what to bring. So, so much for being a host, but um, exactly. So anyway, so Gary, tell us, um, tell us the surprise you have for us, which I already put here in the chat box for everybody. Let me put it again. Okay. Um... I'm happy to provide a free 60-minute consultation to get you started on your systems journey. Um, That's generous. And Gary never does that, only because you know me. So you guys are lucky, ladies and gentlemen. Usually uh, he gets paid top, top Australian dollars. 
uh, which is not quite US dollars, I'm afraid. <laughs> Probably better than the US dollars. No, no, it's... No, it's uh... <laughs> Thank you so yeah, much. So, um, I'm, I'm happy to sit down with each of you if uh, you wanted to sort of explore what we've spoken about today in a bit more detail, whether it's specific to getting a week off a month or whether it's specific about setting up some systems within your own workplace. Yes. So in order to take advantage of that, we'll also send it to you with the replay and along with this PowerPoint. Um, click on that link, which is an example of survey. So that will give him an idea of what you need before you connect. And so that way you can have a very uh, good session. Um, is that good or good, everybody? <laughs> Great. Good job. Good job. I know you all need better systems. And please do take advantage of it this month, okay? Because he, he is really busy with a lot of clients for 2020. And he has to keep his one week off a month. I'm making sure of that. He definitely walks the talk. So you got to fit it in within the three weeks he's available. Uh, very good. Thank you so much. Fantastic. So um, also, um, I want to say that um, um, the next mastermind, the next monthly mastermind is usually on the first Wednesday of the month, but the first Wednesday of January is going to be uh, New Year's Day. So we will leave you alone for that day. So we will do it. We will do it the Wednesday after. So just for January, the second Wednesday, I'm always looking for co-hosts just to make it more fun and uh, give you more value. So, so let me know if you know anybody who's willing to do it. And let, also let us know what topics you, you want more of and we will be happy to arrange. And we can always do a repeat of, of something else, of something you have already, we have already masterminded on and go in, in more depth. Um, so maybe let's just take one, one quick share each to wrap it up. Uh, or you can use the chat box and you can just say, you can just tell me uh, one thing you learned today that applies to your specific project or or one action you're going to do next as a result of this new knowledge dj this is a topic that i've said many times i filled out the form to get a free session <clears throat> systematizing what i do has been a uh, <clears throat> a weak point of my business. And I've said it many times over the last few years. And so this is a very timely and on point for me. Um, I know that in this process of figuring out what I do, I'm going to get the aha moments to really go after focusing on the areas I need to, outsourcing the rest, and maybe doubling down on the things that I really love to do and make the most money at. So this has been great. Very good. And after that, you'll be my co-host on a marketing mastermind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good job. And Jillian, who, who will also do the same because she yes. lives in the most expensive city in the world. Oh, God. So in order to be able to do that, she must be doing something right. 
that you'll be sharing with us. But tell us one, 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 one thing you're walking away with today. The, the takeaway that I'm uh, walking away today is that I really have to build on, again, as far as my tasks, reviewing what I do daily. This is what I'm gathering what I have to do weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly, and just systemize that out. And it's, I can, I believe I can build on that even more. Yes, in the busiest mm -hmm. city of the world. You yes. got it, Gillian, you need it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> good, job. good job. So you can chill out and have that um, Beyond Meat Burger. Yes, and relax, well-deserved. And Jody, I'm got out of the my um, mind mapping to be able to dump everything out and see what's what because my mind has got so much on it and <laughs> so many different ideas. This would be great for me to sit and get myself really organized. I thought I was organized, but I'm not as organized as I thought I was. <laughs> So I think this is going to help out with me on uh, getting organized and getting my business up and started yeah. knowing what I need to do and how to get, how to get it going. Fabulous. And your business is to help uh, cancer survivors, right? Is that the one? It's that, well, yeah, there's a few different things that are all going to wrap into one thing. So, but one of them is getting my ornament business up and running. Fabulous. Go for it, Jody. You can do it. Definitely. Thank you. And uh, Mr. Matt. Sorry. Oh, sorry, once again. All right. Uh, one thing I got out of this was this notion of only touching things one time. I'm, I'm good at organizing, but it's only because I'm constantly monitoring. I think if I could organize things into chunks, have preset times to do and review things, and only touch them once, I could get more time back in my overall schedule. Yeah, that, that's, that's a good point, is that schedule it, do it, and then go on to whatever else needs to be done. Well, Matt, fantastic. And uh, let's see here, let's see if, um, let's see, I know you're at work. Mike, can you share anything? If not, use the chat box. Okay. And what about um, one? Me, can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, uh, what did I learn? I mean, there's just so much. No, this, uh, again, this was probably one of the best sessions, or at least one of the most relevant for me because it, uh, I'm in a constant state of trying to create more time, which I think everyone's pretty much on the same page. Um, I think the idea of uh, breaking down your day into 15 minute chunks and figuring out exactly, or me, what I'm doing in, 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 in every single one of these uh, 15 minute moments is going to be huge. So uh, yeah, that was just one of the many. Also, I shared a, a link to Screencast-O-Matic, which I've used to record my screen to create training videos for my agents and my assistant and, uh, and you know, just recording my screen on the computer. Fabulous. All right. Share with us that 15 minute increment inventory when you have it. Okay. Sure. Thank you. Bravo. 
and Steve from San Francisco. Can you share? Maybe you have a noisy background, uh, Dr. Varada. Uh, this is my first mastermind and I'm really encouraged by what I heard. I, I was doing to some extent my time tracking, but to, I have to go through because I came halfway. I have to go through all the PowerPoints, but uh, how to lay down the systems was always the thing in my mind because Harvecker says, systemize and he doesn't say how now i got to see how so that is great thank you you're welcome and dr varada has uh, is a book author and so <laughs> definitely systems will having a clear system will help you write a book and uh, create um, info products whether it's a video or uh, an audio for sale so many many yeah. uses uh, yeah. Out of systems, yes, uh, Gary. So very good and uh, fantastic. Thank you, Varada. And uh, Veronica, are you still walking through London in the rain with that beautiful hat? <laughs> just, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just now. Uh, well, you know, because I'm dealing with different projects, so system really will will help me a lot to think through different projects and, and uh, get them done so that uh, uh, because I, I, I'm meeting different people in different projects too. So, you know, it, it will be really quick. And the one thing I take away too is also the mind mapping so that I, I can do a bit more, use, use it a bit more to help me. Fabulous. Very good. Good job. Thank you. All right, and you like space? Can you share? You are unmuted if you'd like to share. Hi. Hi. Yes. It's Valerie Wolfson. Hi, darling. How are I'm, you? I'm, my, um, my son changed my name and my computer. I can't figure out how to undo it, but anyway. Sounds good. It's a good name. <laughs> I, I kind of like it. <laughs> um, I do like space, actually. Um, and that is one of the issues that I've had is that I have had a lot of um, uh, confusion in my space. And one of the things that really struck me about this session was that no matter what you do, if you have systems in place, that um, at first it seems daunting to me, but I'm starting to see the logic in creating the system because that will allow me to have time to do the things that I love to do. So the more, the more organized it seems that one is, the more choices they have and how they can spend their free time. Fantastic. Very good. Thank you so much. And thank you for being here. Good to see you. And you. Wonderful. Gary, um, do you have a few words to wrap up the show? And thank you so much for your valuable expertise, knowledge, fun attitude, and very generous gift. Again, everybody take advantage of it this month and at least book it. Um, can they book it this month for, for next year or does it have to be redeemed this year, Gary? Oh, no, no, it won't be redeemed this year, I don't think. Um, we'll do it uh, probably at the start of the new year. Uh, we might be able to get some in 
beforehand, but no, just redeem it and uh, we'll schedule the time that works for both of us. Perfect. Okay, very good. Thank you. Um, and I hope you enjoyed our fun audience. They're all eager sponges, ready to, to be superstars and mover and shakers and rock this world. Our type of, our type of people and um, always improve their, their own lives and the, the lives of their loved ones around. Just like you, Gary. Thank you. And yeah, it was a pleasure to uh, uh, work through this session with you. Nice. Very good. Thank you so much. So everybody, this is a great way to, um, to wrap up your 2019. So 2020 is going to be an amazing vision. And um, in Asia, in Australia, it's all about Feng Shui wrapping up your calendar year with nice and clean and organized. So this is very apropos. Yes. So um, you will be receiving the replay just in case you want to go back and, uh, and take advantage of the freebies and the gifts. Enjoy, have wonderful holidays with, with your loved ones, recharge. And we are looking forward to expanding the knowledge, expanding the wealth uh, in 2020 and have a wonderful Grand finale for 2019, and just like is she still here? Um, where is she? Uh, just like Gillian always says, finish 2019 with a bang. So go for it. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great holiday times. We'll connect with you soon. Ciao. Thank you so much, Gary. Thank you, Elena.